Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Embody. Want to take a quick second to thank all those who jumped on board the On the Pony Express summer special, which was a dollar for three months. If you missed out, I'm sorry. That's about as good as it's going to get for a while there uh, to join the site. But we uh, grew and we're back uh, at an all-time high, which is really exciting stuff as the summer goes along. And it's a really exciting time to be on on theponyexpress.com. Also, thank you to all those who jumped on board our members-only portion of the YouTube channel. Uh, It's an exciting time on that front as well. Hope you guys enjoyed that first episode. It's just $3 um, to uh, join that uh, members-only portion of the YouTube channel, which is a a weekly in-depth podcast, about an hour, sometimes over an hour, uh, I would hope, in the future as well. Um, So, Appreciate all you guys who have jumped on board and uh, make my life uh, a little bit better by uh, being a part of the On the Pony Express family. We've got a loaded podcast for you guys today, though. Uh, First of all, SMU has a massive official visit weekend uh, coming up. We'll touch on that. We'll also talk about uh, some of the must-win recruiting battles for SMU. Uh, I dropped my class prediction piece. I I wanted to kind of go a little bit more into that and and talk about the guys that I view as must-gets. And there's only... A handful that I want to highlight, but I think they're important nonetheless, uh, as uh, we'll touch on those later. And we've got some basketball recruiting news as well. But first, SMU hosted five-star edge Colin Simmons for an official visit, which wraps up on Thursday. If you're listening to this uh, on Thursday as it drops, the number one edge rusher in the country, a top five overall prospect, and the number one player in Texas as well. Um, And SMU laid out the red carpet for him and his family. And um, you know, this is a big visit in sen- in the sense of it just continues to drive home the momentum around SMU's program. Uh, Rhett Lashley and the entire staff deserve a lot of credit for getting Colin Simmons, uh, his mom, his family on campus for a multi-day visit, an official visit. And now, granted, he has unlimited official visits. He can take as many as he wants to as a five-star plus prospect, as a guy who um, come July 1st will have the ability to take unlimited official visits. Uh, but I, I can say that, you know, SMU laid out uh, its plan for him, which involves playing early and often, um, and really a three-year plan uh, to get out the door uh, from SMU and onto the NFL. And I think he's destined to be a first-round draft pick, a top-10 draft pick. And SMU laid that plan out for him. You know, they also talked about the ability to stay close to home. Um, he's really close with his family. His brother, um, you know, has some, uh, you know, obstacles to overcome. Uh, he's, he's special needs. And so that is important to Colin Simmons as well. Um, so for SMU to really welcome him with open arms, um, his entire family was was really important here. And on top of that, I, I do want to point out, and Colin Simmons put it on his Instagram, it's not private information, uh, but SMU certainly uh, hit home uh, about life after ball as well. Um, and what SMU and the connections can do. So we'll have more on Colin Simmons' visit, hopefully from him or his mom, Monica, um, trying to track them down today and and through the weekend and and see if I can catch them before they hit Alabama this weekend. But um, SMU remains a a long shot in the end. You know, he's got Texas. He's got Texas A&M, LSU, Alabama, programs from all over the country gunning for him. And uh, it makes a lot of sense being one of those guys that every recruiting service views as a five-star. So uh, what I can say is SMU did what you'd expect, lay out the red carpet, 
lay out a plan for him and try to, you know, impress upon him why staying home would be a good option for him. So um, we'll have more notes for our on the PonyExpress.com subscribers, but those key things were what they hit on. We'll talk more about that on the board um, for our subscribers as well. A huge visit, the wraps up uh, in Dallas on Thursday uh, for the Duncanville High uh, star player. Um, he's not the only Duncanville High prospect that'll be on campus this summer. Kadavian Dodson Walker, the four-star safety, will officially visit next weekend. We'll talk about him in a little bit. But let's start off with the massive official visit weekend that is set to get underway uh, for SMU uh, this weekend. And that is uh, headlined, uh, in a way, by uh, SMU quarterback commit Tyler Aronson, who's going to be on campus to recruit for the Mustangs. He was here in the spring for a long unofficial visit, a week-long visit. Um, it included time with the staff as far as uh, Tyler getting a chance to uh, see them in spring practice and see how they uh, work and how they you know, go about uh, their business from a day-to-day -day standpoint. Um, when it comes to Tyler Aronson, this is what you want. You know, a guy who's working out, um, you know, getting ready for his senior year right now. He's in the state of Florida, but he's making that time to come use his, his official visit uh, for recruiting efforts in the summer. And even though SMU predominantly tilts towards the state of Texas, and obviously they've gone out of state for some prospects as well uh, in the past classes, but also in the transfer portal and this class. Uh, getting him on campus when you've got, um, I think, six official visitors in town uh, is big and uh, six total official visitors, including Tyler, in town. So this is a big opportunity for SMU to uh, have your quarterback commit in town and, and maybe some other prospects uh, can come by unofficially as well. Maybe some 2025, 2026s, get them around him. Obviously, they're going to be busy with official visits, but this is a big chance for him to uh, do some recruiting for the Mustangs as a uh, this summer, uh, in terms of June, is, is huge for how this class will look uh, come National Signing Day. The next prospect is another one that is uh, high on SMU's board and has been a consistent visitor over the last several months. And that's Zaylen Scott, uh, the Cedar Hill Edge prospect. who can play a little bit of linebacker, but predominantly comes off the edge uh, for the South Dallas program. He's got Bowling Green scheduled for next weekend, but SMU is bringing him in this weekend, and that just shows me how serious they are about recruiting him. He's a little undersized as far as an edge rusher goes, but he is productive. He is somebody that comes from one of the best programs in the state of Texas as far as producing talent goes. He's got a teammate that's going to officially visit next weekend, and Alex Rogers, who's a big target for Ricky Hundley in the cornerback room. Um, but look, his size uh, is certainly what is going to kind of hold him back as far as a rankings perspective goes. He's just on the cusp of being a top 100 edge rusher nationally. He does have a Colorado offer, and he does have a lot of FBS offers from around the state of Texas. But if you're SMU, you're bringing him on campus for an official visit this weekend, this would be a time for Zaylen Scott to uh, certainly take a look and potentially shut it down um, as far as his recruitment goes if he likes what he sees. So Zaylen Scott is the next guy I wanted to highlight uh, for the official visit weekend. But SMU is not done on the defensive side of the ball, uh, as this is really a predominantly defensive, uh, tilted official visit weekend, save for Tyler Aronson and one other prospect. And they get Zach Smith on campus, and he's one of the top prospects on SMU's linebacker board. We saw them bring in Mississippi linebacker Eric Moore last weekend 
for an official visit, and that went well, but he's going to take more official visits uh, as the summer, un, um, un, I guess, as the summer goes along, I should say. But Zach Smith has been one of SMU's top targets. He's been on campus for spring practice, unofficial visits, uh, the spring game, and he's been a constant around SMU. And he dropped his top five uh, with Houston, Tulsa, Washington State, and Arizona State joining SMU in that group. But the 6'1", 200-pounder, I think, is a guy you've got to circle SMU for right now. They've got the momentum. He was down at Houston for what looked like an unofficial, maybe official visit, but I'll have to ask him and see. Um, but he was down at Houston earlier this week. Now he comes to SMU for his official visit, and that gets going. And it'll be a full-court press from Maurice Crum and this defensive staff to get him on board. He's one of the top players on that Red Oak team, which is really starting to produce some high-level uh, prospects for the college game. They had Warren Robertson last year, uh, who ended up going to Texas. They have Camorian Morgan, who's one of the best 2025 defensive linemen in America, and SMU's hosted him before. Zach Smith could be one of those guys that you get on board, and look, he's got Power 5 offers. He's been really productive um, you know, as a linebacker for uh, Red Oak. But also, if you get him on board, maybe it pays dividends down the road uh, when you're trying to recruit a guy like Camorian Morgan, um, Zach Smith as a junior, and he's been playing, um, you know, predominantly, uh, you know, in a big role since his sophomore year. Um, but he added 72 tackles, four tackles for loss, five sacks, um, 12 quarterback hurries, uh, five pass breakups, a fumble recovery and more um, on the uh, on his junior year. And so I like his production that he was able to put together on tape. I saw him at the Under Armour Dallas camp as well, and he moved around well. And that camp uh, for linebackers and, and camps around the country is usually a really tough ask because they get them lined up against wide receivers. They get them lined up against running backs or kind of quicker gadget types. But he held his own in one-on-one, so I was impressed with him. Um, and SMU really likes his physicality, so they'll be bringing him in for an official visit this weekend. And they're not done in the front seven either. Jalen Jones uh, out of Beaumont Westbrook is one of the more intriguing guys that SMU is after this recruiting cycle. Stands 6'5", 210. He's got a basketball background as well. He has uh, some Power 5 offers under his belt with Purdue and Texas Tech um, and also you know, nearby Raging Cajuns uh, at uh, Louisiana Lafayette are recruiting him. Uh, but I think he's somebody that SMU is going to swing for the fences on. Uh, he visited Purdue officially earlier this month, and that is a long way from home. But SMU is going to roll out the red carpet for him. Uh, they need a long athletic edge rusher to develop as SMU gets to the back half of these edge rushers that they have uh, careers. Um, so Jalen Jones is next up on that front. And then a safety, Dax, Dax Collins out of Oklahoma is headed to SMU this weekend as well. Uh, he visited in the spring when he added his offer. He camped for Scott Simons and Kyle Cooper, the two two guys that handle the safeties, and they locked in an official visit pretty quickly. His offer list doesn't necessarily wow you by any means, but that's one of those positions and, and players this cycle where you've got the defensive coordinator leading it, first of all, in terms of who they're evaluating, who they're going after. But also you brought him into camp, you brought him in and you got a chance to see him move around and they decided to go ahead and lock in that official visit. So Dak, Dax Collins is the next and final 
uh, official visitor on the defensive side of the ball. Then you get Graham Utter, uh, who I just saw at LSU camp uh, just last week working out for the Tigers. Um, he brought his brother, and he's going to bring his brother again on this official visit. Um, and his brother's a 2025 tight end. I saw him work out and move around a little bit. Um, but Graham is a guy with SMU ties. Um, you see Daphne, Alabama. You see Bayside Academy. You don't necessarily circle that as a, a program that SMU is going to mine year in, year out. Um, but he impressed at the Under Armour Dallas camp with his testing times and uh, just what he put together. Uh, as somebody who's still new to the offensive side of the ball full time, uh, he played a little bit, bit of defensive line. But the in-state programs like UAB and Troy uh, have offered him, as well as some other programs, taking a serious look. But SMU, with the only official visit that I know of, looks like the team to beat there. So it's going to be a busy weekend for SMU's coaching staff, bringing those guys in for official visits. And this is the period where SMU can really make or break this 2024 recruiting class over the next two weekends. They've got double-digit official visitors between the two weekends. And we'll talk more about next weekend, obviously, on next week's podcast and see how things go. Maybe SMU can bring can land a commitment or two out of this weekend. But one thing they really like to do is land a commitment from the next three guys I'm going to talk about. And uh, I'm going to lead off uh, with uh, the prospect that I think is right up there near the top of their recruiting board overall. And that's Kadavian Dodson Walker out of Duncanville. He's going to officially visit Arizona State, Oklahoma State, uh, Texas, LSU were among those that were in the mix for him. Seems like this is trending towards an SMU-Oklahoma State battle as the summer kind of you know goes along. I think for LSU and Texas, they probably feel just a little bit better about their safety board with other prospects, quite honestly. But he's from one of the top programs in Texas. He is a four-star. He can play nickel. He can play free safety. And this is my first must-land prospect for SMU. And I think when it comes to continuing to mine South Dallas and really continue to make a move in this high school, especially SMU landed Roger Daniels out of there. They just hosted Colin Simmons out of there. They've recruited this high school hard and they have guys in 2025 and 2026 and probably 2027 that they're going to go after. But Kadavian Dodson Walker is a guy that you can make a statement with if you can get him on board. He's been by campus a ton. Now is the time for this coaching staff uh, to put the press on him when he officially visits next weekend and really try to get him on board. Another prospect that I wanted to highlight is William Speedy Nettles. And the reason why I wanted to highlight him is because of the amount of time SMU's put recruiting him. This coaching staff, before they even got here, um, SMU was recruiting Speedy Nettles. Scott Natty picked up the ball and ran with it. Um, when the coaching staff uh, left for TCU, they offered way in advance of just about everybody else. I think he was, they were actually his first offer, if I'm remembering correctly, which I'm 99% sure that's accurate. They've hosted him a bunch. He's got power five offers now. He's got some great relationships at other programs, but SMU to continue to plant that flag in Dallas, this is one of those prospects that as your program elevates, you know, coming off of some of the winning seasons they've had, the first bowl game under a first-year head coach since the 1980s, you're starting to build momentum. Obviously, we know about the momentum around the buzz with the Pac-12. 
getting speedy nettles on board would be massive. And so he's one of the guys that I wanted to highlight as well. And then I want to end with a big ugly. And the reason why is because you look at where SMU's at on the defensive tackle front uh, in the long term, and you're going to graduate to Veer Levelston, Elijah Chapman, Jordan Miller um, from that front three or four, however you want to talk about it. And then Elijah Roberts, who's a big defensive end at this point for SMU, could play a little bit of nose ta- uh, uh, defensive tackle, is going to graduate or is going to be in his last season when a guy like Sterling Brooks would hit campus. Same goes for Stefan Wright and Corey Roberson. And you just signed Kevin Allen. You signed Damian Wimmerly, who you think is going to blow up into a bigger defensive tackle. Sterling Brooks could be playing a lot of snaps, quite frankly, as a true freshman. He's about 6'2-ish. He's not the 6'5". I don't think that is listed on his profile. But he's got that 320, 330-pound body, and he was really productive for North Crowley. Now he's picked up Baylor, Houston, Kansas, TCU. Those are some of the official visits he also has coming up. Uh, He just wrapped up an official visit to TCU, if you're listening to this. So he's now somebody that is highly recruited. And SMU, uh, when he announces on August 20th, you've got to really hope that you can reel him in because – We've talked about the defensive tackle board for SMU, and it's just not many guys out there, especially guys that look like Sterling Brooks. So um, that is my final prospect uh, when it comes to must land uh, that I wanted to highlight. Um, And look, all three of them are on the defensive side of the ball because you've got your quarterback committed. You've got a four-star athlete in Jamboree Colley already committed, um, and he's going to play receiver. You have an offensive line board that doesn't necessarily scream must land after the guys you've added both from the transfer portal and in the 2023 class. And I I just feel like those are the guys that can really take this defensive class up a notch. And it's so important to get guys like that out of the high school ranks, Um, whether it be a late eval like a Sterling Brooks, whether it be a four-star that you hung around for, like Kadavian Dotson Walker or a linebacker that you've really been recruiting hard and now have to go against the power five ranks for him in uh, Zach Smith. These are the type of prospects SMU has to win recruiting battles for. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at with, with some of the guys that they've really got to reel in um, when it comes to uh, this month or whenever those guys make decisions. And those would be really key lands in terms of making this class really, really impressive. Um, obviously if you can get a four star, that's a no brainer type of, uh, land, but just from a need, it seems like on all those guys, when they hit their freshman year, or if they hit their second year on campus, they could really be playing a lot of football for SMU if they can get those guys on board. So, um, maybe not as much, uh, speedy nettles, but that corner room will be much younger. Um, once the next two seasons are, have come and gone, you're going to lose Chris Meganson, Charles Woods. After the 2023 season, Jahari Rogers, um, he's kind of been in a little academic mishap. It seems like he's going to be back with the team as well. But you've got to then look at the young core of your cornerback room and say, William Nettles, hey, Speedy, you're going to have a chance as maybe a redshirt freshman or somebody that plays a ton of, on special teams as a true freshman to make some waves in your second year on campus. So those are the the guys I wanted to highlight for you. Um when it comes to uh, fo- the football side of things, uh, I'm excited to get out 
to SMU football workouts. Going to try to get that on the docket for next week. Um, camp season will be over for me. Um, I'm headed uh, to Baton Rouge as you're listening to this to catch the final elite camp for LSU, um, which will be good. And, and usually there's a couple of SMU prospects here or there, maybe in the 2025 and 2026s in this case, that'll be down there working out. But um, next week will be a good time, hopefully, to uh, swing through and start grabbing some tidbits and notes for our subscribers. Same goes with the basketball team uh, in their workouts. Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting that on board. What I can tell you with the football team right now is they are starting to game plan for each of their opponents for the 2023 season. So they're really starting to dive in kind of like a faux game week. Um, Louisiana Tech is this week, for example. Then they'll get into Oklahoma and then um, uh, Prairie View, A&M, and then uh, TCU and then so on and so forth into the AAC schedule. And the football team is obviously going through summer workouts and they're missing a few guys, which we've touched on in the board in terms of uh, guys that'll be here in July versus having already arrived for June. Uh, but for the most part, this team is here working out and and getting after it with Sean Griswold, the strength and conditioning coach. So um, also looking forward to trying to get some interviews lined up during the summer with some assistant coaches, uh, maybe the coordinators, Coach Lashley. We'll see kind of how that goes. They're busy guys right now. Um, and so those are some of the things that I'm I'm working on behind the scenes for you guys on the podcast, as well as our on the PonyExpress.com subscribers. But I want to shift gears here for the last few minutes of the podcast uh, because SMU did host one of the top available guards in the country on Wednesday for an unofficial visit. Um, Jeremiah Johnson, a top 150 overall prospect in the country um, in the 2024 class. He's out of OKC. Uh, he's top 25 shooting guard on the on three industry ranking. And SMU dished out an offer to him while he was on the visit. And so this is a really intriguing prospect that, you know, SMU should be going after. They they just got Chance per year, the Dallas, Cal Dallas Carter Ford on board for the class of 2024. Um, so their class has been kicked off uh, with a combo, small forward, power forward type of prospect. Um, but you get Jeremiah Johnson on board, um, you know, for an unofficial visit, and he's starting to stack up some offers um, just from a standpoint of, uh, you know, getting uh, his recruitment underway. And basketball is so different. I mean, he's somebody that has already, um, you know, been well on the radar for a while. Um, Arkansas and Tulsa have hosted him before for unofficial visits. Um, Kansas, Texas Tech, Creighton, BYU, Colorado, Mississippi State, Kansas State have been, uh, you know, among those after him. Um, his dad did play at Texas State, uh, if for some reason that name is familiar for you. Um, so he does have some Texas ties before uh, his dad went over and played overseas in Germany. Um, I think this is a prospect that, look, you get him in the mix early on, um, getting him on campus. This is that neck, that first step to really starting to get into his recruitment more. This is the end, well, the middle of June right now. So you're going to see more evaluations happen. You're going to see more offers happen on the basketball side of things. Um, and SMU did very well by getting Jeremiah Johnson stands at 6'3", 170 on campus. And he's off to a really good start to his summer as well. So this is a good offer for SMU, Rob Lanier, um, and the entire coaching staff hosting him. Uh, we'll catch up with more from him uh, as we uh, can get in, get in contact with him. But that offer did go out Wednesday on the basketball side of things. And we're going to be also just kind of digging down more into the basketball team starting next week, kind of where the team's at, 
what the expectations should be heading into uh, the 2023-2024 season. Um, but that was a good offer dished out. A guy who came to your campus, showed the interest, and now you're uh, recruiting him and you're in the mix um, after having him on campus. So um, that was uh, some interesting recruiting news to pop up. You never know uh, who and when guys are going to unofficially visit, it seems like, with the basketball side of things. Um, but this time last year, they had Chance per year on campus for an unofficial visit. They also brought him back in the fall for one. And now he's committed to the team. So um, that is just kind of how it works on the basketball side of things. But we're not done talking about uh, the uh, the uh, recruiting side of SMU basketball, which is nice, actually, for uh, a change. And in today's edition of Wanna Feel Old? Jermaine O'Neal Jr. Um, is a guy that our Jamie Shaw, our national analyst on the basketball side of things, caught up with. And Jermaine O'Neal Jr., top 100 prospect overall, um, a top 15 small forward in the class of 2025, who lives here in Dallas, plays for Dynamic Prep, is officially on the radar for SMU. Look, he's got some of the big dogs after him. Um, he's got Tennessee, South Carolina, programs like that. But He's very much keeping an eye on SMU the next couple of years. He's got a lot of friends on the team from what he told us, and he's waiting to see what Rob Lanier and his staff really do. So we'll see if a visit matriculates with him, um, get him on campus early and see how the chips fall. Vanderbilt and Arizona State are also after him as well. But here's a here's a quote from uh, Jamie's article that stuck out to me, and you could read it at OnThePonyExpress.com. He said, I want to play for a coach that really prides – his team in defense and has a complete team. I'll look for a team that I can be a tweener for some guard, some wing, a system that can get me into spots to make plays, to get, uh, get my teammates involved or make shots. As far as what SMU is trying to be from a uh, team identity standpoint, I mean, the defensive quote from Jermaine, Jermaine O'Neal Jr. really stuck out to me. That's something that Rob Lanier has been trying to, um, change for really since he got here. And uh, I feel like he's somebody um, uh, that is going to be a tough land without a doubt. But um, to get him to at least call out the local program, I think says a, a good bit about how Rob Lanier and his staff are maybe going about recruiting behind the scenes. And when they first got here, we knew it was going to be transfer portal, transfer portal, transfer portal. They had a handful of 2023 targets. But now we're seeing them get guys on campus in the 2024 class for games this this year. Um, right when they got here, they had multiple 2024s come through for visits. We're starting to see the momentum maybe pick up in terms of, hey, all right, we can, you know, we see what they're doing. Let's pay attention. And so that was a noteworthy uh scoop that was dropped by Jamie at ontheponyexpress.com. So we appreciate the national team for helping us out from time to time, getting those guys, they get out a little bit more on that front. Uh, but that's really it on uh, this edition of the On The Pony Express podcast. I can tell you guys, stick by us uh, this weekend because I have a feeling this one could be a busy one uh, as multiple official visitors hit campus. We're going to have reactions. We got reactions from all three um, prospects, two of which are still on the board. Chris Wacoma committed to Baylor. Uh, this week, but this is a really fun time of year when you're seeing a recruiting class come together and guys make decisions. So 
trust me, use the seven-day free trial to see if it's worth your money to check out on theponyexpress.com. We appreciate all you guys uh, who subscribe to that as well as our YouTube channel. It's really exciting times. Before we know it, we'll be here for fall camp. So appreciate all you guys listening. Hope you guys have a great weekend. And we'll catch you next time with another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast.